At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Shots here on Visa and DraftKings Network. It is the Travelers Championship edition. Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, Kelly Bidlin here on the desk for the next hour. We'll be taking you through our thought process as to how we got to the players that we got to. And of course, our final betting cards will be revealed as well. Guys, real quick, coming off of a major and don't want to spend too much time reviewing. If you want the thoughts on the course and things that went on and all that, Wes and I did a podcast yesterday. You can find that on your podcast feed on Long Shots. So go in, take a look at that, where we give our thoughts just on the course in general and different things. But real quick takeaways that we might can take going forward from the U.S. Open. A good tournament, I think, for all of us here on the desk. My most profitable tournament ever of all time. So Ooh. that was uh, it was a good one for me, for sure. But I, I, real three quick things, and and we can get your y'all's thoughts as well, and then we'll move on here to the Travelers. First and foremost for me, Justin Thomas, not going to get any of my money no matter what the odds get to until I see a real big change in what's going on with him. I mean, again, if you look at one of his rounds, he was actually dead last in the field in several different categories that we take uh, importance whenever we're building our models and things like that. So, JT, I don't care what the number dressed to. I'm going to need to see it first. Two, I'm wondering if something's up with Sungjae. That's three missed cuts out of four events now yep. for him. Losing all over the place and losing on approach, which we don't see with him. I'm wondering if we're going to find out some sort of injury, some sort of something. Because, again, he was just a cut maker. And the fact that we're not getting that out of him is pretty interesting to me. And then Jason Day, I think what we saw is Jason Day peak. And I think basically what we're looking at now is kind of a new baseline for Jason Day as to where we were kind of going into these tournaments a month and a half ago thinking, you know, he's a top, top 20 machine, maybe a top 30-ish type. I think we're going to see a lot of peaks and valleys maybe at this point. I think we just saw a really good stretch from a dude that has talent but probably isn't necessarily going to see that week to week to week with him. So kind of my three takeaways as we move forward from the U.S. Open. What, what I like about all three of those is I think I think they all kind of come into play this week. I, all three of those guys, it was something I was batting around in my head this week of, hey, like there are matchups again, uh, against JT out there mm-hmm. that I have not bet yet. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Part of the reason we do these shows, I love to listen to the sharp advice that I can get from Matt Brown and Wes Reynolds as well. So I wanted to chop it up with you guys a little bit, but there's once we get to that, we could talk about it. But matchups with him with there's been, you know, what under we don't get full injury reports with golf. So there's been, you know, some rumors out there that he might be dealing with a hip injury, a back injury, a shoulder mm-hmm. injury. I've seen it all. So we don't know about that. I'm with you with Sung Jay. Sungjae and Jason Day, both multiple missed cuts now at this point, but both now return to a course at Travelers where they've had some success over the years. So does that help 
fix things? I don't know. I think those are three great points, though, as we carry into the track. Wes, any takeaways from you from the U.S. Open that you're kind of carrying forward with you here as we handicap kind of the rest of the season? Yeah, uh, first, congratulations to a well-deserved champion, mm-hmm. Wyndham Clark. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought he earned it. I mean, he leaked mm-hmm. a little oil at the end, but I thought he was the deserved champion. Rory McIlroy... It wasn't a choke. I think it was just a tactical error, and he's making too many of those. And I never want to be a prisoner of the moment, but his childhood friend, Harry Diamond, is his caddy. And sometimes, you know, in business, you don't hire your friends. And I I feel like Rory is maybe not getting the best advice. On 14, when he didn't make birdie, when he laid back to 125 yards instead of trying to hit that three wood out of the first cut of rough and try to get that to 60 to 70 yards for a wedge and try to make birdie, he had to make birdie there. Mm Mm-hmm. If for any chance to win, and and he did not get it done. Uh, so, uh, you know, we'll see uh, Rory. I don't think he's too far from winning, but nevertheless. And Ricky Fowler, even though disappointing Sunday, I think if you're a Fowler backer or partisan, you should take nothing but positives from this. And the fact that this was the first time in a while he had really been in the mix. Mm-hmm. And when you hadn't been in the mix for a while and you don't have that scar tissue, you can see why he was coming up shorts and, you know, wasn't releasing on a, on his backswing a lot on his approaches. And uh, that ended up being a five over par round on Sunday. Yeah, I think just a couple others from me. I, I'll, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys brought it up yesterday. But, hey, the Wyndham Clark run was awesome while we had it. I think the uh, – the odds getting chopped on top 20s and top 40s on him are going to be pretty aggressive going forward. Uh, so, hey, Wyndham, we appreciate the money you made, made us so far this season. Some of us more than others. Uh, Matt Brown, uh, good hit yesterday. Uh, good hit this weekend for sure. Another what? Another long shots of one, two. Uh, uh, Wes, welcome to the second place club. I've had a lot of those. Yeah, this year. two in a row. <laughs> oh, you're really feeling it then. Um, so yeah, I think Wyndham, I would, I would bring that up with a couple of just these other names at the top, you know, kind of top of the leaderboard. Um, you know, Austin Ekro, that's a guy that I was getting close to, to making some bets with last week was really high up in my models last week. Again, maybe a little bit of a tease to come what's coming up on the, you know, the travelers, because he was a guy I was high on last week. I'm pretty high on again this week. I, you know, I think this kid is finding something here, at least over the past few tournaments. We'll see if he can carry over, Um, you know, and then the last other guy I want to point out is just Tommy Fleetwood, right? It's the, the wins might be there, might, might not be there, but he's putting together good tournament after good tournament as far as where he's ended up in the leaderboard. Yeah. I mean, I think there are some guys here that is, that, we can move forward in the process of everything that we're doing and say like, you know what, look, their win equity is probably very, very low. And so I'm not going to, despite the fact that their odds look kind of juicy, I'm not going to go in that market because I don't believe they can get it home. But look, we have made money on guys in, in the top 20 markets and the top 30 markets and the top 40 markets. And if they're just placement market guys, they're just placement market guys. I have one of those guys in my card this week that for me, I'm not going to risk an outright on because I don't think he has the firepower to really get it done, especially in a field as deep as this, but he seems to be kind of a placement market darling for me. And I'm going to continue kind of rolling on with that. But as we move into what we're coming off of last week, let's get into this week with the travel championship at TPC river highlands over in Connecticut. Wes, it is a shorter course, 6,800 yards and a par 70 and Unlike what we saw last week, we are going to actually get a crowd. We're going to get some atmosphere there. It's kind of the second party atmosphere to the what we have going on down at the Waste Management. So it's going to be a completely different feel through the television. But what did you see as you were looking at this course? Yeah, and you're right. Uh, second uh, most attended event on the PGA Tour, the uh, Travelers Championship, I believe, uh, had its 70-year anniversary last year. So 
You know, looking at the at this course, like you mentioned, uh, par 70, 68, 52, fourth shortest on course. If you look at the profile, there is really no profile of a player that can win here because any style of player can win. You've seen Bubba Watson, Dustin Johnson, who can bomb it off the tee, as well as Andrew Schauffele. And then you see maybe some of the plotters like Ches Reeve, Russell Knox, uh, Ken Duke, Kevin Streelman. You could putt your way to victory here as Streelman did in 2014. So uh, very short course. Uh, wind is really the main defense here uh, five water holes because it is there is a lake and it's also on a bluff above the Co uh, Connecticut River some bunkers uh, were removed you get more fairway like short pitch shots into the green fairways and rough are bent poa also the greens are bent poa but it puts more differently on the east coast than it does on the west coast it's more bent grass here than poa which you're going to see typically in california yeah we're looking here this rough um should be should look and play a little bit differently than we saw last week as well it seems like if you kind of look at the at the stats and by the way unlike what we had last week and the week before in which we had courses where we had no course history, Kelly, whatsoever. Yeah. We at least have a lot of course history here, been played on this one since 1984. And so what we've seen from the rough, it's kind of thick and difficult. And, and if it plays like it has over the last few years, kind of third most difficult on tour when you get into that rough. And so it's kind of one of those deals, like even though you should hit a lot of fairways because they're wide and we do see a very high fairway percentage here, if you are errant, then you can find yourself in some some trouble here because, again, it is very penal whenever it comes down to whenever you get into that rough. Yeah, just uh, following up on that note, I caught this from Ron Close earlier uh, on Twitter and on his article over at Betsburg. Eight percent of all shots that miss the fairway incur a penalty shot. The course ranks as seven toughest for strokes lost from a missed fairway. So that is... The, to, speaking to your point of how long that rough's going to be and how brutal it's going to be to get out of, I, that's a great point right there. So if we take a look at the odds board, fellas, no shock. We are looking at Scotty Scheffler at the top. He is 6-1 to one currently. Now these are going to be moving. They've been moving since yesterday when Wes and I did the quick little uh, Monday recap pod. So 6-1 to one right now on Scotty Scheffler to take this thing down. Patrick Cantlay is actually your second shot. It is not John Rahm. It is not Rory McIlroy. It's Patrick Cantlay at 11 to one Rory and John Rahm both coming in at 12 to one Xander Shoffley at 14 to one. And then we have the big jump up to 20 to one where you find Victor Hovland. Then we go to a completely different level from there from 20 to 25 Fleetwood Morikawa get into the thirties with Finau, Tom Kim, Russell Henley, et cetera, et cetera here. So, Guys, look, let's let's get to the very top of the board, and we can talk, talk a little bit of strategy here with this as well. I mean, again, six to one's not my style. I'm not going to talk anybody off of Scotty Scheffler if they want to bet Scotty Scheffler. Listen, yet again, last week, it's just, guys, a top five machine. He is just a, a top five machine. He's going out there. I might almost just tell you, look, it's plus 150 for a top five as opposed to six to one for a win. I would almost be like, I'd almost lean you in that direction. One person wins a tournament. You know, you can get to the, the top five market there. Um, can't lay at 11, Rory at 12, and then Rahm at 12. Let's kind of stop. I guess we can, we'll, we'll bring Shoffley into the equation as well at 14. When you look at the top of the board here, Wes, I mean, again, not my style to bet a six to one. What did, did anything jump off the page well, here with any of those? I, I don't have any of those yeah. five, but of those five, I understand why Cantlay is the second choice because mm -hmm. if you look at the form last five years, no worse than 15th here. He also, when he was an amateur back in 2011, did shoot 60 on this course when he was still a college player at UCLA. Of course, Jim Furyk put that to bed a couple years later with a 58, the all-time PGA Tour record. But Cantlay, I think, probably 
of the favorites uh, for me. I wonder, too, if some of these guys, like the Rory's and the Scotties, they really have been playing a lot of golf lately. Mm -hmm. So is this event maybe where they kind of hit the wall? Because then you're probably not going to see them until either the Scottish Open or the Open Championship. Kelly, yeah. at top of the board for you, what are you seeing? Yeah, Matt, I think this is, makes it. I think this makes it even tougher this week. Because I, I mean, look, we saw Rory have a great performance last week, so now I got to factor refactor him back in as kind of a big three at the top with Scheffler and Rom. I'm not going to take any way anything away from those two. Mm -hmm. And then, as Wes just said, you've got Cantley and Shoffley have both played really well at this course over the years. So I think there is that top five that deserves to be separated. Yeah, we will take a look at the stats that matter to us. What went into the models what did we spit out in these models and did that equal any of our bets this week of course that is to come as well it is long shots here on visa and DraftKings network at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. It's always football season here at VEASAN, which is why we're giving you our 2023 NFL guide. A little bit early this year. It's coming out June 29th. That is nine days from now. Our NFL betting guide will help you get ahead of the upcoming NFL season with in-depth profiles of every team, including advanced statistics, proven betting systems, and proprietary betting trends, plus best bets on season Win totals, futures, and props. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today for as low as 19 bucks and reserve your copy of the guide. Or you can take advantage of our summer kickoff special and get access to everything we do over at VEASAN.com for only $175 from now to the Super Bowl. You can get all that over at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It is Matt, Wes, and Kelly. We are going to be talking some Travelers Championships, and we'll give you our picks, of course. We'll talk about any head-to-heads, any placement market bets we have as well. But... First and foremost, let's see how the sausage is made a little bit here. What stats do we find really, really important this week? Again, this changes week to week on the tour. If you're not a big-time golf better, what it comes down to is courses play differently. Some courses are better for guys that vomit. Some courses are better for guys that are more accurate. Some courses don't really have a formula, which is kind of what I think we get to this week. Wes, you talked about it in segment one here where we've had guys that vomit. We've had guys that are placement guys and a little bit of everything in between as far as winners here at the Traveler. So I'm, I'm really – 
I like these type of tournaments where it's not like a, well, okay, let me just factor out all of these dudes. You yeah. know, like all these guys auto disqualify. I like the fact that we're kind of getting some creativity here from some of these guys that are shorter and then some of the guys that want to try and take on this rough that we said historically has been really, really penal can also try and do that. Um, Kelly, let me start with you here. When you were making your model, what were you coming up with and what was the thing that you really valued? And was there anything that you actually omitted that, you know, again, like we talk about sometimes, we don't think something is nearly as important as maybe other people do and we leave those out? Yeah, I would say that, um, you know what, this course, like you said, you you need to do uh, pretty much everything well to have some success here. So maybe I would say the one thing I factored a little less than w- this week than what I normally do is just str- straight strokes gained approach. Like I, there's a, a couple other things that I, I utilized kind of to make up for that, but um, you know, we've seen off the tee be pretty, very important here uh, in in this tournament's history. So, you know, I weighed that uh, fairly heavily along with some good drive gains and driving accuracy, uh, you know, trying to keep it, keep it straight, not exact distance, not exactly mattering as much this week. A lot of those, a lot of these holes have dog legs too. So even the, even the long hitters, you're going to have to dial it down just because you can't, you're going to go way past where those dog legs are. So uh, yeah, strokes gained off the tee, good drives. Um, I did put a little driving distance in there. Just we talk about this often, Matt. Just always kind of a, it's a little bit of a tie. Cool. I'll go to that guy with a little bit more driving distance. It's usually going to mean a shorter wedge uh, coming in. So, 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 so off the yeah. tee stuff. Let me let me get to Wes on this because Wes, I I did way more off the tee for this tournament than I've ever done. Really, yeah. I think for any model that I've ever built. I, that being said, I didn't put in any driving distance at all. Um, I don't really care how you get there as long as you get there, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, if some guys decide to play three wood, you know, I, I, I don't care. I, I, it doesn't matter to me. Whatever it is, I'm okay with all of that. So I factored in really no distance. And honestly, I didn't even put in accuracy. I did put in good drives just because I'm okay with that first cut of rough and mm-hmm. stuff. But I, I wasn't even so much worried with accuracy either because I do think there, I mean, and again, we've seen bombers get it done here. Some of the guys that aren't necessarily as accurate as well. So I didn't even do that. It was just more kind of an off the tee, very, very heavy approach for me. Yeah, I went strokes gained off the tee, but on shorter courses, which is less mm-hmm. than 7,200 yards if you use those fantasy mm-hmm. national parameters. And because I felt that that included bombers and then that included guys like the Brian Harmons mm-hmm. who aren't long off the tee, but are really accurate. So I combined that with good drives gained. Uh, as well, strokes gain approach, uh, particularly on approach, I went 125 to 150, 150 to 175. That's going to be about half. You're going to hit a lot of wedges mm-hmm. here, basically. So that's where I went with that. Uh, little bit around the green because it is difficult. I think it was like third most difficult last year to gain strokes around the green. So I felt you needed that a little bit. I talked about the putting earlier where it's a bent POA mix, but it probably is a little bit more biased toward bent. Whereas on the West Coast, it's biased toward POA. So I included that very small. A couple scoring stats that I use. I used opportunities gain, birdie or better gain, because you're going to have to be mid to high teens here, I think, to win. Shoffley won here at 19 under last year. Uh, a little bit of strokes gain T to green, but that was kind of more of a macro thing that's not mm-hmm. modeled heavily. That just gives me an idea, at least a little bit of a base point. Uh, strokes gain par four, 400 to 450. Eight of the 18 holes on this course yeah. are par fours, men- uh, measuring 400 to 450. So that's pretty much what, what, what I used this week. I didn't go too heavy on anything. Probably... 
I'm equally balanced between off the tee and approaches. Kelly, if you're if you're building your model from the scratch right now and you're kind of listening to what we we put in, I mean, for me specifically, the tiebreaker you talk about, you put in a little bit. Of, I put in one percent of fairways gain, so I guess I can't say like I didn't I didn't factor in accuracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what I did is like if there were two guys that were sitting right there next to each other, I put in one percent fairways sure. gain so that I could just kind of see, and that was kind of my tiebreaker when it came down to it. And the real it, thing for me is on, on the approach deal is I. I put a much, much more emphasis on the buckets of the 125 to 150 yep. and the 150 to 175 than just approach overall, mm-hmm. considering what Wes just said, where, you know, listen, if you have a whole bunch of holes that play at 400 to 450, a lot of these guys are going to be hitting it majority in the same places. And what we have seen is in that bucket of 125 to 175, it plays way over tour average as far as approach goes. So I went more in the bucket than actually the approach overall. Yeah, and I think that's always big. I think that's uh, – like for the stat wise, yeah. It, look, when I brought up driving distance earlier, same thing. I put in two percent, mm-hmm. right? It's the same thing, just to kind of do the tiebreaker. And yes, exactly how you guys are talking about approach is the way is the way that I approached it uh, mm-hmm. this week. It is. I just think that's. It, oftentimes, we're going to talk about on this podcast, on this show, um, different approach stats, and sometimes we, we use proximity a lot. You know that that is something we use a lot. These type of courses, though, it's far more important it, that. Those are more important course to course. It depends on which course you're at, right, Matt? Because mm-hmm. sometimes if it's just a straight par four and there's not much movement in it, well, then those proximity buckets become a lot more, more difficult to figure out depending on what type of golfer you're using off the tee, right? If a guy's mm-hmm. driving the ball 40 yards further than another guy, well, those buckets change. And it's not going to apply to everybody that you're trying to look model and look at. So this is a course, though, like you guys are hitting on. Mm-hmm. I think you are getting that opportunity where you know that 48% of the approach shots uh, this I think is from the past five years. Past five years, forty-eight percent of approach shots coming from that one twenty-five to one seventy-five range. So short iron and wedge play is going to be absolutely crucial this week. We know we've got small greens to work with. Got to hit those greens though, because you got to score. We've seen that in the mm-hmm. past. It's not like this is a a super super uh, you know high scoring tough tough scoring tournament. Mm-hmm. There's scores out there to be made, but there's small greens, so you always got to factor yeah, in a little bit. You, out you around saw the green, it late too. in last year's tournament too, which Xander Shoffley won, where Sahith Fagala mm-hmm. was right there. And and that's what happened to him. He got in like really awkward yardages a couple holes late, gave one back, and ends up finishing two back of Shoffley. So those are little things that are typically going to matter, especially on a Sunday. Actually, I don't want to leave this out, too, if you are building your model at home. One of the things, if you did want to make it somewhat in the fashion that I did, actually – pretty heavy on opportunities and birdie or better percentage actually as well with, with this yep. playing in the teens to high teens um i want dudes that are that are giving themselves chances to score here and so i did actually factor in birdie or better percentage gained towards the uh, as relation to the field and then also opportunities gained in relation to the field as well opportunities being putt chances at birdie or better inside of 15 feet if you're wondering that's why we feel that's so important because you guys if you're putting it relatively close you're giving yourself a chance an yep. opportunity if you will to make a good score oh boy these models are sounding pretty similar gentlemen we were we were very well, different from each other I last can week tell you this <laughs> we're, we're there are some there's a lot of sharing going on this week because i do have i am privy to to y'all's outright oh, really? so, okay, yeah, a lot so, of share. that would make sense yes, then that yes, would make so sense there is some sharing going on this week i can tell you one guy that none of us have so i do want to talk about him okay um look 
John Rahm sitting at 12 to 1 right now. One of the longer odds we've seen on John Rahm in quite some time. John Rahm rallied for a 65, mm-hmm. you know, in the final round at the U.S. Open. We're getting 12 to 1 on Rahm. Wes, look, I, I don't have to ask where he showed up in your model because I know, because it's like, mm-hmm. you know, he's, it's, he's still going to be towards the top. Did the number at least tempt you at all, or is this just you don't feel necessarily that this course is a Rom? Well, uh, what I played with Rom, and I'll get to it in mm. our picks later, I did play a matchup against yeah. another notable player at mm. the top. But if you look really at those three we talked about in the first segment with Scheffler, Rom, and McElroy, I don't want to put too much stock into this, but not a top 10 amongst them here. Mm. Now, now Rory's been top 20 in the four times he's played here, so I don't want to overdo that because this is the best field they've ever had here, but uh, I wonder about Rom if he's like, okay, I'm ready for the, I'm getting ready for the Open Championship mm. here because, you know, European, I think there's uh-huh. a little thing with him and Rory, they want to be the best European right. in the world, and there's a little rivalry there, so how do you be the best European golfer? You be the champion golfer of the year over at the Open. I think that's where his focus is. Yeah, real quick, Matt, I would say that Rom would be the most interested of those five guys we isolated at the top. If I had to bet one, it would be John Rom at that kind of number, just because we're getting that kind of number on John Rom. Also, real quick to mention, with this being L Elevated event this year, right? A lot of these guys don't have as much experience as some of the others that play this every single year. No, absolutely. We'll get into some of the prop markets that are available out there, and then we will head into our outrights as well as long shots here on Beeson and DraftKings Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com. Check out the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and the bets are moving for every game? Hey, it's updated at DraftKings odds every 10 minutes, so you can see the changes in all of the action. You not get just today's action, but future events as well. VEASAN.com, here to make you more informed better. Head on over to VEASAN.com for our betting splits. Now, we are looking at some of these props, and, you know, they, they put these up for every different event. And so, you know, you've got the wire-to-wire winner. you got the will there be a playoff, will there be a hole-in-one, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like that. I mean, listen, we had the will there be a hole-in-one, and we didn't have to wait very long last week for that one. Is that the, anyone to bet the no on that? Yeah, right right in the first round. Of course, we ended up having three uh, different hole-in-one. Hole in so the will there be a hole-in-one, yes, minus 190, no, plus 140 in this one. Will there be a playoff? Yes, plus 340, no, minus 500. Will the winner be in the final group? Grouping, yes, minus 280, no, two to one. And then, of course, we always have that big guns versus the field, the big guns being Scheffler, Rahm, and McElroy for this particular tournament. They are plus 250 versus the field, which is minus 360. Wes, when we take a look here, 
I get it. Scheffler, Rom, McElroy, plus two fifty. That being said, I mean, look, it is. It's still a pretty. It's still a deep field. We do have some guys that did, did that opted not to to play in this one. We should we should say that this isn't the full 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 field that you would normally get for one of these type of tournaments. Yeah, twenty one yeah. of the top thirty, I believe, or twenty two of the top thirty, eight of the top ten, fourteen mm-hmm. of the top. 20. No Hatton, no Burns, Spieth, no, no Spieth. Yeah. yeah, some of these guys decided to take the week off after the major, and of course the three thousand mile flight across the country. But listen, I'm not feeling too bad for these dudes because. Listen, they're flying private anyway, and they, all of them have deals with like net jets and whatever. <laughs> like, whatever, I'm not too worried about them making that flight. It's not like they're on some propeller plane or something like that. So, um, Wes, when we take a look at some of these props here, do you do you ever bet any of these things? Do you ever bet the kind of the field? Do you ever bet final grouping stuff, wire to wire? Will there be a playoff, et cetera, et cetera? Very rarely. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it seems like the playoff for like week to week in golf tournaments is like when you get to Super Bowl props, and it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm going to bet the defensive or special teams touchdown. Yeah, that's what it very much feels like to me because it's an attractive price. Now, you have had uh, uh, some regular playoffs here, I believe. Uh, Five and what I'm going to say the last 12 years, uh, last one was two years ago, Harris English over Kramer Hickok, but Spieth over Berger in 2017, Bubba over Paul Casey mm-hmm. in 2015. So you have had some regular playoffs, and that's something I always indicate in, in the column that I put out every week. I give you the recent history and the recent winners, what their prices mm-hmm. were, what their scores were, but also if it, they went to a playoff, because some of these tournaments do go frequently to playoffs. So this, I believe, is like five of the last 12 years here. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because there have been a lot here, but this is typically the type of tournament, Kelly, that I shy away from that and don't even remotely consider it because – when there's a lot of scoring, I think that the variance is much, much higher. And so when guys are going to be scoring into the teens, the fact that someone, I mean, we see Xander get to 19 last year. I know that's an anomaly over the last, you know, uh, over the last several years when it comes to scoring. But if guys can go 16, someone can go 18 or 19, right? Like I mm-hmm. typically try to go, if, will there be a playoff to one of those tournaments where the scoring is more, is, is lower? And maybe we're getting those scores in that six, seven range. And it seems like someone could maybe even make up some ground on the final day. I mean, of course, we were just, you know, but one one shot away th- this past week from having a playoff over there at the U S open. So I don't know, this is the type of the tournament I kind of really stay away from when it comes to that. Yeah. They always look the big guns versus the field. Uh, I always look at a lot of these, mm-hmm. I almost all these, I always look at right. to, to see if there is something that catches my eye. And I do occasionally bet uh, mainly the big guns versus the field. Just, just usually of who are they considering the big guns each week? Right. And I think that, like you said, Matt, it's okay. If you're only, if you're only including these three, uh, yeah, I'm not running to, to lay minus 380 when it is those three on the other side, but you know, there's no Cantley, there's no Shoffley included in mm-hmm. that. Like you, I, I, if I had to pick one, it would still be the field at that number uh, yeah. that I was going to bet. Right. If someone it, said, "Hey, you have to bet," this it, it'd be the field right, without right. without yeah. question. Yeah. And winner and final grouping, it's always one that I don't really ever bet it, but it would always be nowhere past to me, right? Like, I think it would always be. And yes, it depends on course, kind of like you're mm-hmm. talking about, but. Almost always, I think it would be no or pass. And it's um, different for a regular tournament than it is for like the U.S. Open right, or something exactly. like that, or the Masters, where more often than not you're going to get the winner in the final group. Yeah, and also, right? Yeah, I mean, take an elevated event or a major, right? Compare it to a different event where you also might have a big split in the quality of players, right? Mm-hmm. So, okay, if it's if uh, Minwoo Lee ends up in the final uh, in the final grouping. But I've got Rory right in the second to last. Yeah, like I like then you're in a better scenario to hit that bet. And hole in one, 
Uh, it's pretty easy. I like checking out these odds every week, but like, I want to see how many par threes are on the course and really what their, what their success rate is of giving up hole in ones over the past several years. And usually that has to do with distance of them too. Wes, I want to go ahead and get into your plays here because as I look over the deal, we do have a, we do have a pod play or in this, we're in, since we're live show today, we do have a live show play. Mm-hmm. We do have, you know, we do have Whoa. a long shots mm-hmm. play here amongst the three of us. So uh, let's go ahead. And it is, uh, it is your first one, your shortest shot here in which all three of us are on. Yeah. Colin Morikawa, 25 to one. I thought he was, uh, he was very good with the irons last week, even though kind of gave a li- be- little bit back late on Sunday. It looked like maybe he was going to squeak into that top 10 and back door that but the irons are back he I think he was like eighth in the field or something on approach and keep in mind a couple weeks before at the memorial when he had to withdraw on Sunday he was only two off the lead mm-hmm. at the memorial at a course where he had won before we had won that workday championship during the COVID year so I thought Colin Morikawa at 25 to 1 was actually fair and you know he cooled off from I think that hot start to the season but you know, now kind of, I think, slowly getting back to form. This seems like a place where he would be very successful. So Morikawa at 25 to 1. Then also Russell Henley at 40 to 1. Now, usually with Russell Henley, I love him on Bermuda greens more than I love him on bent. But if you look, he's got a six here in 2018. He's got three top 20 or tw- top 20s in five appearances, was 14th at the Open, then had 16th, 16th, a miscut in there, then 19th and a fourth. So he has really good form, Russell Henley, I think, coming in here. Tom Kim, I'm just buying off last week what I saw where he finished eighth at the uh, U.S. Open out at L.A. Country Club. I feel like this is it's this is a little bit Sedgefield, even though, you know, that's, that's Bermuda Greens down there in North Carolina. Sedgefield kind of, to me, is somewhat of a comparable course, I think, to this one. And Tom Kim, of course, won at Sedgefield mm-hmm. last year. Uh, uh, fourth on approach last week uh, overall. And then uh, the tee to green was spectacular. The greens and regulation were very good. So Tom Kim, just a little bit north of 40 to 1. I'm going to buy low on this one. Max Homa at 50 to 1. And you're going to look and say you're crazy. And maybe I end up being crazy. He missed the cut last week. No, I'm glad you have him because like, if he was a dude that I was going to have us talk about had he not been on someone's card. Because right. I'm sure a lot of people see this number for the success that this guy's had so far this year and, and kind of wonder what you know what's up here. Well, one of the reasons why it's big is because he's 0 for 0 for mm-hmm. 4 here. Yeah. Making cuts here at TPC River Highlands. So... This was just taking a number. This was just buying low on a on a guy that people were still playing at thirty something to one last week. Actually, yeah. maybe right at thirty, and now you're getting fifty here. And what I think is, you know, not a major championship field, but a strong field. So I'm going to buy on the dip and take a chance. Sahith Thigala, sixty eight to one. He was the runner up here. Thigala played very well on Sunday. Actually, a nice one under par sixty nine. Uh, uh, his irons were also very good. I think he was like right around top ten in the field last week. And then if you're looking for a form guy, because you don't get a lot of form guys necessarily in this event, Brian Harmon's probably as good as you get. If you look uh, four of the last five years, uh, eighth or better, a miscut in between. And he was also third here in 2015. Bubba Watson, a fellow left-hander, won here three times. Mm-hmm. So he takes like similar angles to the pins. So Brian Harmon, 80 to one. And then uh, uh, Austin Eckrode, who uh, ends up backdoor and shoots a five under 65 on Sunday, gets in the top 10 in the U.S. Open, which, by the way, gets him into next year's U.S. Open at Pinehurst number two. Uh, 
I like this guy. He was second, by the way, also at the Byron Nelson behind Jason Day. That number has been smashed, though, where I got it at 115. Uh, that number, there, there was like some 150s out there. So I was uh, very late to the party. But Austin Eckroat, my bomb this week at the Travelers. Yeah, so we sh- we all share Colin Morcala. Kelly, we'll, we're going to give our commentary here on that. I actually share another pick with Wes as well. Um, me too. So let's talk, let's talk Morcala. For me, there was a there was that little spurt in which he lost it with the irons a little bit. If you look at what we're seeing recently with Morikawa, he's right back to where to what we love about him with, with the iron play. And listen, yeah. if we think that this course can play to someone who doesn't have to be the longest, and he's not, but you can definitely pick up with your irons, and certainly from that bucket that we're talking about, he is one of the top five in the field in pretty much every single model you're going to run in that bucket that we're looking for a ton with Morikawa. It was too much for me to pass up, and I'd rather be early on him. I'd rather be early on Morikawa than when he actually – really starts getting it going again because let's remember a year ago you were looking at 16 17 to one type odds on him and now we're getting 25 in this one yeah Colin I'm just gonna look at you real quick because I know you're watching this show yes. this is the first time I'm betting an outright on you since I lost you in Hawaii <laughs> when John Rum ran you down I, so I was, I was on the same faith. nine shot lead after one hole <laughs> in a the lot final of faith round. we're putting into you here okay buddy so don't make us uh, don't make us regret it after this okay yeah it's uh it's it's interesting listen I I was on him last week I liked what I saw and I'm coming back to the well here even at a worse number. We'll run through Kelly's outrights, mine as well, and get the rest of Wes's card. Stick around. It's Long Shots here on Visa. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Long Shots, VEASAN's premier golf betting podcast. Here's Matt Brown, Wes Reynolds, and Kelly Bidlin. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll get unlimited access to VEASAN.com slash picks page where you can sort by sport matchup, event date, and more. You can check out the leaderboard, see who's got the hot hand. You'll also get our 24-7 video access. If you want to become a subscriber today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe, just 19 bucks for the introductory offer. Matt Wesson, Kelly wrapping things up here, talking all things travelers and just got Wes's outrights. We will recap those here before we get out of here. But Kelly, let's get to your outright card. You and I do share a couple of outrights. All righty. Yeah. Short outright card uh, for me this week. I I don't really know if I plan on doing much uh, in tournament, although it's easy for me to say that now Mm -hmm. and we'll see what uh, situations I'm left with in the weekend. But, you know, just going back to a lot of what we hit on the first segment, Matt, that that you know, that big three, along with Cantley and Shoffley, who have played well here before, uh, has me a little bit more hesitant on outrights this week because I don't really think there's a clear cut 
uh, between those five guys that mm-hmm. I would run to go bet between those five. And then, look, you, you just feel like you need longer odds than when you're talking about everybody else. Wait, you only have four outrights? Kelly, I thought we bet dozens of outrights every week. <laughs> right. yeah, like, you know, I thought we bet dozens I of outrights every week. I got people tell me, I, like, my average is about <laughs> seven a week. And I we, see people bet 15. <laughs> we got we, dozens of outrights. And so it's just a dark throw. But, no, uh, you have Victor Hovland at the, hop, uh, at the top here, yeah. 21 to 1. That's the one you and I okay. share with Victor, uh, Victor Hovland as well. So just to – I can only assume since it's – seems like we ran similar models this week for me Victor Hovland actually ahead of John Rahm actually ahead of Xander yep. actually ahead of some of these other guys Victor Hovland came in third in one of mine second in one of my other models that we're looking at here so like Victor Hovland really popped for every single thing that I was looking for this week so it seemed to me, at least if I'm trusting my numbers and what I find important this week, that the 21 to 1, considering all these other guys we're talking about, Scotty at 6, 12s and 14s and stuff, the guy that my model likes the best, the guy that I think is best suited to go on here is is actually a value, I guess, if you want to use value at 21 to 1. I thought so, too. When I, when I first saw opening odds released, and I think he was like 17, 18. I know we're not talking much, but still, mm-hmm. I think it's important with golf betting. 17, 18, I wasn't as interested. I started to dig into the tournament, though. Odds started to readjust. Seeing him at 21, I was like, you know what? That's a buy-on price for me. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, look, 19th of the U.S. Open, won the Memorial, T-16 at the Charles Schwab, T2 at the PGA. This guy's been on a hot run here recently. We've seen his around the green play improve a little bit. That would be my mm. only kind of concern about him this week. That being, but it's said, better. that being said, if if this plays like it has, and we, it, again, this has played on this course since 1984, so we kind of do have a lot of, of stuff that has worked here in the past. If we believe off the tee and that bucket of irons is what you need in your bag, I mean, by the way, good. Vic off the tee has been very, very good last 36 last 24 and then of course we know what he does with his irons and so if we think that that's going to be the bulk of success here and now look he's going to have to make some putts but that's it's like that's a blanket statement for every right, tournament correct. right I mean yeah, like yeah. we can say that uh, look you have to you're going to have to make some putts that's just the way you win tournaments right and so I really do love, love, love what Vic, Vic brings to the table here, and so I'm with you 100% on that. Yeah, and then the, yeah, my next one, Colin Morikawa, we talked about it a lot, but yeah, I mean, look, the, those irons are dialed back in. I, they are, mm. he's hitting those pure, and as long as we can, I, you know, kind of similar to Hovland, right? You broke it down well, uh, Matt, where it's like Morikawa is a guy, he does not hit the ball far, but he hits but he hits it accurately. Mm. He's up there in good drives gain. Kind of, for, from an off-the-T perspective, he's a guy that fits very well for a course like this. So mm. if you get that, the irons are dialed back in, fine. Make it work with your short game, and you're good here. Since we're way. talking about a guy yep. that all three of us have, I, I want to talk. So it was actually a coin toss for me, guys, between Morikawa and Finau. They they were okay. they, so yeah. in in one model, one was right above the other. They they just flip flopped in both, right? And typically, maybe I would have gone with the dude that had the longer odds, which is actually Finau. I ended up opting for Morikawa higher in good drives, higher in whatever. It, did did Finau? Did you did you guys consider Finau at all from an outright perspective? A little bit. Mm. Uh, uh, what he did on Sunday, though, he did lose almost four strokes putting mm. on Sunday. Now, that could just be an aberration. But Finau, of course, a lot of people are going to target him when he's much shorter, by the way. Mm. So if you want to play him for value, maybe this is the week to do so. Because the 3M Open and the Rocket Mortgage, of course, where he has won, 
So uh, I, I did not use him. Uh, I've looked at him maybe in like top 20s. I think mm. a top 20 bet probably very good and probably a likely cash on Fina. Yeah, F- Fina was a guy I got pretty pretty close to, Matt. I would mm. say more, though, because of the because of the price, like you yeah. guys were talking about. I price. And then when I get down to my last two outrights here, they're basically mainly because of price. Like Russell Henley, I like this week. We know the win equity isn't always there with him. But this was... A, um, at 46 to one was a number that you weren't really seeing at other shops. It was 35, 30 at some places mm-hmm. on guys like Henley. So I knew I was already getting an advantage there. So I, yeah, it's not a big outright bet for me there, but mm-hmm. did sprinkle and, that played him well, much larger. And I know too, market. that those fairways were big last week at the LA country club. Number one in driving accuracy, mm-hmm. Russell Henley last and, week. And so this is this was the guy that I was actually talking about. I saw that both of you guys were on him from an hour perspective. I have a, a, a lot of liability on a top 20 on Russell yeah. Henley. It's I think that I don't know if he has the firepower to win. It is one of these things which is why I didn't want to pull the trigger from an hour perspective. But listen, seven top 20s in his last eight starts. Like this guy has under the radar, and it's because he hasn't really been contending to win any of these tournaments. And so it's like, you know, we talk about these dudes like, oh, he's real close third. He's oh, real close whatever. Not really here with Russell Henley, but dude is just a top 20 machine over the last couple of months on tour. Seven out of the last eight starts to top 20. So I have a pretty good price here on Russell. About 150 plus 150 for him to get inside the top 20 here. And I really do like that one a ton. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's why I'm pretty heavy on top 20 Mm -hmm. with Henley. My last outright, Matsuyama. Um, Man, I just thought this number was way off from what he's been doing at least recently with the iron, like another guy like Morikawa, these irons are back. Like mm-hmm. I know there's some injury concerns. He gained almost, almost nine strokes on the field last week on yeah. approach. He was a mess, obviously in the final round, lost me some, another bets guy that drifts. Cause he has a bad final round yep, uh, five exactly. over. Keep in mind, he was right on the precipice of the top 10 going into Sunday. Yeah, exactly. So that, that killed me on a couple bets on Sunday, but uh, you know, you make some putts on some smaller greens here. I think he's really live. Didn't play in the top 20 market. This is a guy who's never played this event before. So I'm, I'm just doing a fire on an outright with him. Might mix in a matchup or two, but that's going to be mm-hmm. out all I'm doing there. Tommy Fleetwood, Russell Henley are my two big top 20 bets. Like we talked about earlier, Henley, uh, Fleetwood just keeps, he keeps hanging around in that range, hanging around, hanging mm-hmm. around, right in that top 20 range, right? He's cashing every week. So playing plus 150 there. And then Austin Eckro, I know you guys had outrights on him. I just played him in the top 20 market though, four to one. Um, and only a couple of matchups I saw, we're still waiting for some of them to be posted in in Vegas here whenever you guys feel like it. Uh, Aaron Rye over Patrick Rogers, Corey Connors over Denny McCarthy. That's my whole card there. Yeah, Connors actually popped pretty good yeah. in my models. For whatever reason, I just couldn't quite get there with him, but I, I don't mind a head-to-head there over McCarthy. Uh, yeah, so my outright card, I talked about a lot of these guys along the way here, which is Victor Hovland. Don't need to go into that again. Colin Markawa. Siwoo is the next guy on my card here. And, guys, I just can't ignore what Siwoo's been doing. And, listen, any time a model that I put together is going to favor off the tee and and, and basically good drives and stuff like that, Siwoo's going to pop. That's just what – This is also a Pete Dye course where he uh, has won most of his time. This is just – he is going to pop. He is really, really good off the tee over the last several – you know, over the last several tournaments and really, really good from good drives over the last several tournaments as well. So, he's going to pop. Siwoo at 50 to one. Uh, really like him, though, and more in that kind of top 20, top 30-ish mm-hmm. market. Really do love him there. Austin Ekro, we already talked about him. I mean, listen, this is one of those guys kind of under the radar, by the way. Austin Ekro's been doing the damn thing out there, guys. If you take a look, we're talking T3 
T2, T16, T30, T10 over his last four starts. He has, yep. he has uh, made six straight cuts as well, gaining off the tee in every single one of those as well, which is something, again, that we really, really emphasized this week. So we see that a ton. Austin Eckroad. I think something's coming along. Again, really like him more in that kind of top 30-ish, top 40-ish, top 20-ish market right there, but certainly not going to miss the upside. And this is strictly a model play, and maybe Wes can fill me in on Kevin Yu because I try to do the most amount of research I possibly could do. <laughs> fill everybody on, in. <laughs> on Kevin Yu. This guy, by the way, so you go in, the only thing that I could really find, if you go to strokes gained off the tee on the PGA Tour in this season, Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Patrick Cantlay and Kevin Yu is number four mm-hmm. on the entire PGA tour in strokes gained off the tee. And so I know that's why he popped in the model. I was finding a 500 to one out there on him. Really, I'm just going to be searching for a top 40 placement market on him. But hey, listen, if I get the 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 bomb to come home here, I'm going to have at least a little sprinkle at 500 to one. Wes, I don't know if you know anything more about Kevin. Yeah, Yu. he's a 24 year old from mm-hmm. Taiwan. Uh, has played mostly on the Asian tour. I don't believe has played on a PGA tour event. At least I don't see mm-hmm. until since Pebble Beach, but he was T7 in that field. Guys, everything that we say here on this podcast, you can find not only on your podcast feed, so go in, subscribe, rate, and review, and you can also see everything over on VEASAN.com. Thanks for joining us here on DraftKings Network, and good luck on all your bets for the Travelers. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.